Welcome, collective body of believers around the world. Welcome to Divine Power Self-Leadership. This is a podcast that encourages you to live under the hand of God, following the Christ, remembering that Christianity is a personal walk with the Lord himself. Welcome to this episode called Money Management. I am Anna Schubeck, and I'll be your guide through this. If we, I'm going to go really slow, we're going to take, uh, this is going to be part one, so this, welcome to part one of this money management. Uh, I'm going to take this really slow because um, if you listen hard enough, you're going to realize that it, it's a mindset, it's a, a cha- we have to change our mind, we must change our attitudes, we must actually change our conduct about money. When I was growing up, I always heard that if you respect money, money will come to you. Money, You'll always have money if you respect money. Most people do not know about this thing called money. This thing called money. Most people do not know about... Most people do not know about this thing called money. So welcome to part one of money management. Again, I'm going to go slow. And it, it and it must change you. Everything I say must ha- have a changing effect upon you because we can't receive something if I always, you know, I I have a personal testimony that if you don't have uh, knowledge or understanding about a certain thing that you need for your life, then you'll never obtain it. It's only when you can get the understanding, when you can get the wisdom, wisdom and knowledge and gain the understanding from the wisdom and knowledge, can you obtain anything. So let's go through some principles that I was taught and see that um, we can't um, obtain the knowledge. We're obtaining knowledge of how we should think and how we should act. This is part one of uh, part one, and I'm going to deal with, um, again, attitudes and conduct so this is part one of money management uh attitude and conduct every and uh, attitude and conduct is everything <laughs> as you know as you know it, it's really uh attitude is everything isn't it attitude i grew up like that too attitude is everything conduct is everything it's how we act it's how we behave it's how we react to different situations so without further ado let's get into this um, I'm going to open up with James 1.17. If we go into James 1.17, it says, Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadows. Let's just stop there, that simple phrase. That James writes, every good thing bestowed and every every perfect gift co- comes from above, from the Father of lights, with whom with whom there is no variation. The Father, meaning Father, don't change, right? The Father doesn't change, and he he doesn't uh, um, you know he doesn't uh, shadow it. You know he doesn't he brings it in its fullness in its entirety. He he doesn't um sh- you know he's not like a shifting shadow right he's not a shifting shadow have it one day and then have it have it gone the next day again that's a different sermon 
God will give and he will take away. But God, every good thing, every good thing, though, every good thing for our lives, every perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of light, from the Father of light, with whom there is no vari variation or no shifting shadows. There is no change. There is no change, meaning that once you grasp his concept, how you can receive, uh, he doesn't change the rules on you. You know, he doesn't change the rules, right? There's no changing of the rules. So the concept is quite clear that everything comes, everything good comes from above. Everything good comes from above. I want to elaborate on that a little bit. Um, if we go into James 3, if we go stay in the same book, but go over a couple chapters to James 3, uh, 15, 15 and 17. I'm just going to read, read 15 and 17. Fifteen says the this wisdom. It says this wisdom is not that which comes from uh, comes down from above. Hang on a minute. Let's go back. This wisdom, James three fifteen. The, this wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is but is earthly, natural, and demonic. Meaning, he, okay, let, we have to go to 14. I'm sorry. We have to go up to 14. Or let's, you know what? Let me read starting with 13. I, I gave, uh, really, we need to read from 13. Then it makes, 15 makes more sense than if I go up to 13. All right, so who is wise among you? So this is what we're talking about. Good character is wisdom. Good character and good attitude is from above wisdom. So who is wise among you? Who is wise and uh, wise and understanding? Let him show it by his good behavior in his deeds, in this greatness, in 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 this gentleness of wisdom. But if you but if you have bitter jealousy, selfish ambitions in your heart, do not be arrogant, and so lie against the truth. And then it says, this wisdom is not from, that comes, comes down from above, but is from the earth. So I'm saying this to say the wisdom that we're talking about is not, doesn't have no bitter jealousy, selfish ambition in it at all, no arrogance. It doesn't lie against the truth. But we're talking about wisdom from above that is pure, peaceful, gentle, Reasonable, full of mercy, good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy, without hypocrisy. So my first opening statement, I'm sorry it's taken so long to get this out. Um, I prayed all day to over this message and uh, the, you know what the Lord told me? He says, just speak it, just speak it. There's no easy way to say this. Okay, so everything good comes from above from the Father of Lights, everything good, that goodness is is not wisdom from. That wisdom is not like earthly wisdom. Earthly wisdom has jealousy in it and selfish ambition. We're talking about wisdom that is from that that is from above. That is that is peaceful, pure, pure, right, pure. 
absolute pure, right? Absolute truth. Abs uh, wisdom is absolute truth. Truth is pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. And it's, re it's reasonable. It's not unreasonable. What am I trying to say here about money? That we have to realize that everything good that we get, everything perfect that we, we obtain, the better things come from God, come down to us from a mighty God, a God of heaven and earth, God that has made heaven and earth. He does not change and he doesn't defile it. The good things come from the Father. So what does that, what am I saying? We must seek him, right? We must seek him. We must seek him for his wisdom on how we are going to get this money. We must seek him. And um, that's what I was trying to get at in, in James 3, uh, starting with 13. You have to read 13 to 17, which talks about the, the earthly wisdom. We don't, we don't want earthly wisdom. You don't want to seek for financial blessings. You don't want to seek for your livelihood through the, the worldly way. You don't want that. You don't want that. You don't, so this is what I'm trying to say, um, is you don't want to seek for your financial wealth, for your livelihood through the earth, the natural earthly way. You don't want that. That wisdom is, um, remember I said jealousy and selfish ambition and very arrogant. If you deal with people, if you deal with people trying to get some finances into your hands, this is what you're going to deal with. Most people on earth, when you're trying to get some, uh, you know, when you're trying to get uh, your livelihood, when you're trying to support your family, when you're trying to to get money for yourself, this is what you're going to deal with. You're going to deal with you're going to deal with people that are unwise, that are very uh, arrogant, they're very selfish, they're very jealous. They don't want you to have that money because they want it, right? So right out of the gate, I'm I'm saying that we need to realize where the better gifts of of our livelihood come from. The our bet the better gifts from uh, for our lives for the better the better things for our lives for our households for our family for ourselves come from God alone above above, and and that and and we seek for that wisdom that is above because in that wisdom it's very pure it's honest. It's it's peaceful. They're not going. God isn't going to argue with you. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to take care of your family. He wants you to have money. He's not. Money is very good. Money is good and very good, right? Money is good and very good. But you have to watch the source where you're seeking for it. You have to watch the source where you're seeking for your abundance. You must seek then again to God. Because God is is not a God of out of out of out of order. That's it. that's a disarray, right? God is not a jealous God. He he's only uh, jealous towards love, right? But he's not a jealous God. He's not going to hold back on us. God will never hold back on us, and he he doesn't he doesn't uh, pollute uh, giving to us, right? He doesn't he doesn't he gives great things, un, undefiled gifts. He, he, that's what we want. We want undefiled bl financial blessings in our life. In this 21st century time, right now in 2023, we want undefiled blessings. We want undefiled blessings. We want undefiled financial blessings. Because, because why? Because if we're dealing with the world, they're going to take it away from us. As it says here in uh, James 3, 
you know, it, they're, they're going to be bitter. They're going to be angry. They're, they, you know, they got all kinds of earthly feelings and emotions and they're going to fight with us, right? They're going to, there's always going to be some kind of, uh, you know, uh, disorder, disarray on how you're going to get money from a person. But if you rely on the wisdom of God, but if you rely on the wisdom of God, it's unwavering. You will become fruitful. God will give without hypocrisy. A lot of people give, you know, they give and then they, there's a string attached to it. If you're seeking money from other people, you know, there's always strings attached to it. And that's not from God. God doesn't add sorrow to to the good things that he gives. Okay, let's move on. If we go into Proverbs 3, 9. Three, uh, Proverbs 3, 9 says, Honor God with your wealth from the first of all that you produce. So here's another um, another. Uh, saying another verse another piece of uh, scripture that has God attached with some money or gift God give God giving God giving if we honor God we remember remember we're supposed to honor God with our tithes and offerings we're supposed to give God what is God's right Jesus said give God what is God's see and give Caesar what is Caesar's we are supposed to honor God with our money if you are a person that doesn't honor God with your money then you'll never have the real deal you'll never have the real financial blessings in your life you'll never receive the the great wealth that you deserve that that you know a human being should do. we all we all should you know, we all deserve, right? We all deserving. But if you cheat God, you know, then you're not, then you're undeserving. So, you know, and so in the eyes of God, you know, he wants us to have, but if you cheat him out of it, then you're not deserving of nothing. We honor God first with what we have. We honor God with wealth. It says we honor God with our wealth from the first, uh, from the first, you know, the first money that you make a, a month. Or the first money, you know, like that. It's the first money. It's about, well, you know what? I always say you should give uh, God 10% of what you make each week. You need, and so you, again, including God, including God. It, wealth starts off with the mindset that you're going to include God in everything. He's your, he's the source. You're going to go to the source. You're going to understand that it's him that gives all good things. He gives perfect gifts. Everything good Everything good comes from heaven. Our Father in heaven gives good things. If how if our, our earthly family gave us good things, then how much better can your Father in heaven give us? Give us, you know, how much more can our Father in heaven give to us? Our Father in heaven gives us best. He gives us better than people on earth. We must include Him. We must include Him in everything. We, we have to seek for His wisdom. We have to seek for His wisdom. We have to seek Him unwaverly. You know, we, we have to seek Him un, as He doesn't waver for us. We shouldn't waver for Him. We should be faithful. Seeking His wisdom, how we will make a paycheck every week. Or how much, or, you know, nowadays you can say, um, how much you need a month. I always say how much you need a month. And then that's what you take to God, whatever your household bills are, you know, that's, 
that's what I used to usually go at is how much I I need a month to make my household run is that what that is what you need to seek God on you must include the mighty God into your plan if you're trying to manage your money to find the ways to make money to keep money to have enough for your household you must include him in in it all from the beginning because it's him that is going to bring it to you. It's him that is going to bring you the better financial blessings. And so therefore, whatever we get, we give back in honoring him. We give him something of what we made to honor him, to thank him for what he has done for us. But I think it's more than that. Um, you know, remember, uh, it's not just that we're giving back to God in grateful with a grateful heart it's really a, a principle remember that wherever your heart is remember wherever your heart is there your life will be i would say wherever your heart wherever whatever in your heart is where your life will will stem from now what does that mean it means if if you're not giving to god nothing then you don't want nothing to do with god that means you don't want nothing to do with heaven you don't want nothing to do period do you see how that's an empty life? And, and actually, God gave us eternal life. God has given us eternal life. He has given us life abundantly, and he's given us eternal life with no death. But if people do not have a heart towards God, then you're saying that you don't want nothing to do with God. And so therefore, you know, you're on your own out there. If, if your heart is not saying, I want you, God, then you're fending for yourself and and you you have to deal with the wickedness. You have to deal with people that are bitter, ang angry, jealous, selfish, have bad hearts, are arrogant. They lie against the truth. They'll lie against the truth. They'll lie against the truth to keep money out of your hands. That's what they'll do. They'll lie ag against you to keep money out of your hands. Do you want to deal with that? Do you want to deal with that? So I'm here saying to you right out of the gate, if you want, if you want true riches, and I and uh, it's all about your attitude and your conduct. You must put, you must understand that God is the giver of all good things. It's God above the divine power that gives all good things. All good things come from above, above, not here on earth, above. And 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 we need to seek for His wisdom to receive what we have need for, for our lives, for our households. And we, so we need to seek uh, his pure, his pureness, his pureness, something that's real, that doesn't, that's not uh, perverse or, or, or lies. You know, like I said, the, the, like worldly people will feed us lies. Those lie against the truth. God will not. He will hand us truth. He will hand us pure truth that is peaceable and gentle and reasonable he will give us what is in reason whatever what we do he will give us our reasonable pay he's full of mercy and he's without hypocrisy he will never be hypocritical remember god will never be hypocritical people will be hypocritical god will not if we go into isaiah 55 2 it says why spend money on what doesn't satisfy why spend money on what doesn't satisfy? Isaiah 55, 2. Uh, Jesus, uh, again, also said that, that, you know, we're supposed to have, our money is to buy food, right? What we have is to buy food. 
Why spend money on what does not satisfy? So, you know, in it, that phrase right there, why spend money on what doesn't satisfy, that should already be, again, in your plan, in your plan. So this first episode on money management, attitude and conduct, we have to realize that we have to have a plan. It starts with the mighty God. We have to understand that all good things come from him, him alone. That if we deal with the world to get money, then we're going to end up having uh, lies told to us. It's going to be stolen from us before we even get it. I mean, how many even get full paychecks? Do you ever think of that? In your uh, Anybody that's out there working, do you realize that some of you don't even get full paychecks? You don't know if your boss is not giving you all what you're supposed to be getting? God will not do that. God will not cheat you out of what is yours. We make God first, and we seek for his wisdom. In this time that we're seeking him to create some finances for our life, for our household, we must give, we must give our tithes. You must give a tithe, 10%. Well, I know, and you know, I know a lot of people out there nowadays don't uh, make money. I mean, they're not making money, so how do you say 10% if you're not making nothing? But you must give something reasonable to God. You must give some kind of tie to God. And, and where do you tie? You tie You tie to the person that is giving you the most information. Whoever you feel in your heart is giving you the most information that's feeding you spiritually and giving you the most help and it's helping your life, that's where you should tie to the per the the ministry that is helping you the most. You must tie. You must make God first. You must make God part of your plan to how you're going to get this money into your household. You must make God part of His part, part of your plan to create uh, uh, um, financial wealth for yourself. You must seek for His wisdom. You must give to Him. Three important things right off right right out of the gate here in money management. Seeking God, making God first, seeking for his wisdom and, and honoring and then do honoring actually God, the, the God's word, which says that uh, you need to give God something, something. You must give God something. You must tie and give something to God. You must do your, your tie, honor God with your wealth. You must honor him. So, you know, and I, the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me, uh, about what I, what happened to me. I, when I was working things out with God to, uh, release a financial blessings into my hands, I had vowed, I vowed, a lot of people don't like vows, but what I did is I vowed to God that I would honor him with my wealth if he gave if he gave me wealth you know in my name if he gave me wealth in my name i would honor him by um helping other uh less fortunate people and so that that that's what i do so the money that i do have coming in um i vow to god that i would help uh, the less fortunate but again you know what i'm saying i said that to say that this is the 21st century time. We have personal relationships with Jesus Christ. We have, uh, we're supposed to have a personal relationship with our Father. We, you know, so, you know, we must make things more personal. You know, 
so when it says to honor God, and that phrase is, you know, Old Testament, to honor God with your wealth now is that you're not going to blow it on what doesn't satisfy, right? You know, that, that phrase in Isaiah goes a long ways too. Why spend money on what doesn't satisfy? Don't don't blow your money on something that's uh, pleasurable when you know somebody's hungry that you could probably give somebody uh, some food, right? That you can give somebody food, you feed your own family, and you can feed somebody else. Honor God. You you have you know honor God with what you have, what he what money you comes to you. You must give something back. And and you and you can give it back to somebody that um and you can give it back to God through helping somebody else. That's what I'm trying to get out here. Uh, you know, you can help others. You can help God, others with your money to honor God. Right? To honor God, you can help others with your money. Um, you know, so I'm saying, I'm saying all this to say, uh, I said to somebody, I said to somebody that asked me to do this teaching, I said, oh, but you're not going to probably want to hear this. I said, you're not going to want to hear the truth. And, um, you know, I, I was, like I said, this, this is very difficult to speak. And I told the Lord that I said, this is very difficult to speak what I spoke. Because I know that a lot of people say, well, you didn't tell me about money management yet. Well, I, yes, I did. It all starts with the Lord. It all starts with the Lord God, knowing that he gives all good things. There, nothing good comes uh, from earth, right? Nothing comes from earth because James is saying that um, nothing comes from earth. Bitterness, bitterness, je jealousy, selfish ambition, that, that's what comes from earth. Arrogance and, and lies against the truth. That's what, that's what uh, comes from earth. Why would you want to deal with something of earth that's not even going to give you nothing? When you deal with liars, when you deal with arrogant people, you will not get your right pay. You will not get what 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 you need. You will not get what you need. And so therefore, we seek for God's wisdom. God's wisdom is not hateful. It's not hateful. It's peaceful. It's pure and gentle and it's reasonable. God will give you what is reasonable for your life. You know, he does what is reasonable, what's fair, right? What's fair, what's just. He's full of mercy and he's good. And he does everything for us without being hypocritical. Many people will do things for us and be hypocritical about it and then don't give us all our pay. It's about God. It's about our attitude. Seek him first. Seek him first right right from the get-go. If you are having money problems and money issues, you seek him first. You seek him first. You seek his wisdom. Seek him and acknowledge him, you know, in prayer. God, I know that you give, and when you can repeat, actually you can repeat James 1, 117. You can repeat James 7, 117 in a prayer. Every good thing bestowed and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights without with whom there is no variation or shifting shadows you can say a prayer you can say a prayer father god i know that all you give all good things 
All good things come from you. All perfect gifts come from you. And then proceed on with your prayer. I'm seeking for your wisdom to show me how uh, I can create an income for my family, that I can take care of my family. It all starts with God. It all starts with God. And realize that you have to honor him. That when you do make some money, you have to tie somewhere. Tie to the one who's given you the most information that's helping your life. That's keeping your household blessed. And again, another thing you, uh, I, want, uh, I wanted to throw back out there is Isaiah 55 too. If you are spending money on not what... what if you are spending money on things that are not a food items and your your household needs food, then there there your attitude is in the wrong place. Your attitude is in the wrong place. Just like I was saying, if you you know, if your heart isn't doesn't have God on it to honor God. Awesome God. The Lord was Oh, I'm sorry. So, you know, if um if your heart isn't uh, in the right place, seeking God and, and honoring God with what you have, then see there again, that's, that's a bad attitude and it's wrong conduct. And you're going to fail all the time. You're going to fail because you're going to, what you're going to end up doing is taking money. You're going to take lesser money. You're always going to take the lesser. You're always going to take something that, that, uh, is less, right? That is second best. God doesn't want you to have second best. God wants you to have first best. He wants you to have the best. So if you're dealing with the human race, if you're doing, dealing with human people, uh, you know, that's what you'll take, second best. It's only God that will give us the first. You know, and even with job situations, I've said this t time and time to my family, you have to seek God, his wisdom, to give you that proper job that won't cheat you. So again, everything stems up to the Almighty. It all stems up to the Almighty. Everything stems up to the Almighty that um, we have to seek Him. We seek Him for what we what we are looking for. You need money in your household. You don't have a job, or you need a different job, or you have a job. You don't, or maybe you have a job that's not paying. That's why I said there's a lot of people that are working for hardly anything. That they're in the wrong job. Again, that goes up to God. Seek the divine power. You need to seek his hand. You need to seek for his wisdom to put you in the right job. Put you in the right position that you can be provided for. And you can provide for your family. Uh, there's two. Uh, I'm going to close out with this. I'm going to close out with Proverbs 21 and Proverbs 22. In Proverbs 21, 20. I want to read this one first. In Proverbs 21, 20, it says, There is precious treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but the foolish man swallows it up. In some Bibles, it says devours it up. This is a perfect picture of a household of somebody wise. If somebody is wise, his household. Somebody that's wise, his household has the money it needs and it's running in perfect order. It has the it has money and the oil. Remember back then they had uh, you needed oil for your lamps. Remember they used oil for your so um, so. Anyways, there is precious so precious. It says precious treasure and oil. So there's so um, the person the person that is wise, their household will be taken care of. 
but the foolish man, the one that uh, that um, uses his money unwisely, he won't have anything. He won't have anything left. The unwise person, the fool, as the Bible would say, foolish person, he will not have anything left because he, he doesn't have the, the right wisdom. He doesn't have the right wisdom. He's doing things what pleases him. Remember I said what pleases. You can't uh, spend your money on what pleases you. You have to, you know, like it says there, the precious treasure. There's precious treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise. That means it has enough money. There's enough bounty there to provide for the person that is wise. You can't just abuse money. Again, you can't abuse money. I first came on this, this episode saying what you respect, you will gain. You, you have to respect money. You have to be wise about money. Respect it. Be wise about it. Have a great conduct with it. Con, you know, have great conduct. Use it wisely. And have uh, your attitude must be in order, in, in right order with the divine power. And so that is a, a perfect picture of a person that oh, that abuses money to a person that, that doesn't abuse money. A person that uses money wisely according to the will of God will always have his house in perfect order. The person that over abuses money with, for pleasure things and doesn't provide for his family, there will be no money. There will be, will be no, there's nothing left. There won't be nothing to provide for his house. And then if we go into... Proverbs 22, 7. It says a rich ruler, a rich, I'm sorry, the rich rule over the poor and the bower, the bower, bower, borrower becomes the lender's slave. Borrow, borrow. The person borrowing will become a slave. The rich, the rich will rule over the poor and if you borrow, You'll become a slave. Um, that kind of attitude, I know, is going on in the world today. And it's very sad. But again, there's it was um, not wise, right? There's people not wise. They, they, don't under, they have no understanding. So they go to people that have money and they borrow. And then they become slaves of the, this person, of the people, of the, of the rich person that they borrow from. But if we take that into different kind of terms, uh, it's, it means that you it's not good to borrow. Do not borrow. Do not borrow no money because you will become, again, slave. And God, what did Jesus Christ do? Jesus Christ saved us. He didn't put us in bondage. Jesus Christ came to save us, to bring us into an abundant life, not a slave life. So uh, there's two concepts here. Write these down, Proverbs 22.7 and Proverbs 21.20. Um, this, again, uh, this first episode, this part one of money management, attitude and conduct is about you, the listener, uh, realizing, um, realizing you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. You have to understand where, where is your heart. Is your heart asking people for money? We shouldn't be asking people for money. Again, that puts you in a bad situation. 
that puts you that puts you in a really bad situation if you borrow if you keep asking 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 that puts you in a hard place a place that God can't reach you. God can't reach you if you're all if you tie yourself up. If you tie yourself up in chains, that's you know that's what it is. It's you're tying yourself up in chains if you continually to ask people for money. We're supposed, you know, God in God wisdom, right? That divine, infinite wisdom. You seek His divine, infinite wisdom to provide for some kind of work for you, to provide for some kind of work for you that you can provide for your household. That is wisdom. That is wisdom that you can provide for your household that it will run perfectly smooth. That is the concept. So, um, in these, uh, this next 24 hours, people need to reevaluate where they are. Are you hurting for money? Is there not enough in your household? What are you doing? What's your conduct? What's your attitude towards money? What is your attitude? What's your conduct? Do you have a right job? You, uh, again, you take all this into prayer to the divine power to seek for his wisdom so that he can give you mercy, right? We have mercy. God gives us mercy to take us out of this disarray and that he can provide, he can provide you with answers. He can provide you with what you need to, to take care of your family. And so this is part one of money management. Realizing where are you right now? Are you are you asking God for for His wisdom on what to do for your life? You know, again and and again, we need to acknowledge that He is the only one. He right, He's the only one that gives us what we have need of. It all comes from Him. It all stems from Him. Any all good things, all good gifts, everything perfect comes from the Lord above, the Father in the light. And so, therefore, we seek for his wisdom. We seek for his wisdom to help us run our households. Um, this is uh, the foundation, I'm, and I made it so. The Holy Spirit um, made this to be part one, to say people have to put God before everything. You have to put God before everything. If you are in a hardship, hardship place, you know, there's a lot of YouTubers out there. I like listening to YouTube. I, I just scroll. Uh, I keep scrolling. I just scroll and scroll and scroll to see what's out there. And you got a lot of them YouTubers and they're telling people, oh, money's going to come to you. You know, I'm going to tell you a secret before I close out. They they got these, uh, these um, they're like a five minute clip telling you how you're going to gain great wealth and, you know, God's going to open up the heavens and throw down this great wealth to you. No, he's not. I'm going to tell you if your conduct is not right and your attitude is not right, if you don't put him first, if you are not tithing, and if you're, you know, if, if your heart isn't bent towards heaven, then no, you're not. No, you will not receive this great, big, huge um, what money that they're saying that you're going to receive. The media is full of it. The media, you know, to me is sickening. Who is buying into that? That you're going to gain great wealth. Now, there, if now if you are a person that um, you have done something to get that, then then fine. You know, if you're attached to it, if you have a, some attachment to a source that that is going to pay out, like an inheritance, maybe like an like that, like an inheritance. 
you know, or again, if you're um, following um, biblical principles, you know, if you're following biblical principles, yeah, God will reward you great wealth. God, but uh, again, understand there is great wealth out there. Yes, there is. You know, God, God is, it comes from the almighty though. It comes from the divine power. It doesn't come from a human. It, it well, yeah, like it will have to come from a human source, right? It, it's, it begins, it begins, right? But it begins, it begins in heaven. It begins in heaven and comes here for us, right? But it begins in heaven. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't first begin with a human soul. A human will steal you blind, People will take your money. They'll lie to you to take your money so they can have money. That's what's going on out there. People will lie just so they get money. They'll lie to you so they get your money. And then you're going broke listening to liars. God wants us to be, you know, again, God sent his son so we would have an abundant life. And that's how we live it through this abundant life. And, and yeah, and there's a set principles that if you do, if again, if you give, right? If you give, you get back. It, whatever you give, you get back. You know, if you're tithing, if you're helping the poor, and especially if you help the poor, you help the poor. Uh, there's a bunch of um, scriptures that will say that God will compensate. Yes, God will compensate. God will compensate. He will give us divine compensation. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of ways, and that's what we're going to open up the doors to, to other parts to this message of money management. But right now is uh, uh, square one, part one. Where is God in your life and in your plan to make money? Where is God in your plan to keep money, to keep um, a roof over your family's head, to keep food on the table? What? Where? Where is your plan? There has to be a plan. And you have to have God as the head. You have to seek for God's wisdom. God has to be in the center of it all. Divine has to be. The divine God has to be in the center of it all. God has to be in the center of it all. Because he's the only good one, right? He's the only good one. He is the only good one. He's the only one that gives good gifts. Give good gifts, give, uh, good and perfect gifts. Good and perfect gifts only come from above. You must seek for him. You must seek for his wisdom and, and avoid human, human. You can't believe in human wisdom. You must avoid human wisdom. Human wisdom will steal you blind. God's wisdom will give to you. God multiplies. Man will take away. So again, um, in the next 24 hours, you need to go over where's your heart? Why are you struggling? Uh, what are you buying? The money that you do have, what are you doing with it? What are are you giving a tie? Are you giving to uh, to um, to the poor? Are you giving to the poor? Are you giving to your church organization or somebody that's helping you? You must honor it. Honor. You must honor God with all that you are. If you want wealth, you must honor God with your wealth. You must tie. Uh, testimony before I close out when uh, I was waiting for this wealth to come into my life I kept tithing and it wasn't much it was and I, I'll say it wasn't much and the pastor there uh, was kind of upset because it was not much again and not but see there again I wasn't there to please a pastor he wasn't paying me you know he wasn't giving me no wages I this lesson that I'm telling you I lived I had to go to God I had to seek his wisdom I had to know where my money was coming from. I had to know where 
how I was going to live. You know, how I was going to take care of myself. I was going to take care of my household, my ministry. I have so much ministry out there. How was I going to get money to satisfy my ministry? You know, and so I saved God and I gave that him a little bit. I, I gave him a little bit faithfully, consistently. Listen, consistently, faithfully, consistently. This will open the door to prosperity, to come into your life, to start to make a, a, a wage, to bring money into your life. You must give God what is his on a consistent basis. Give something to him. Honor him with your wealth. Like it says, honor him with your wealth consistently, consistently. Give a little. If you don't have much, then give what you have consistently and see that God is faithful. God is faithful. And that is the beginning uh, of money management to, to understand that God is the mighty manager God is the manager. God is the manager. And and if he doesn't see that you're using money correctly, he will not give it to you. He will not he's not going to give money to people that are on, on um that are um waste wasters, wasters. Waste money over things that again that that don't satisfy, that is not food. God doesn't bless irresponsible people. That's what I want to close on. God doesn't bless irresponsible people. He blesses responsible people. In the next 24 hours, please take time to realize, are you responsible with money? Are you giving to God what is his? And then if you get kind of jumpy about that, if I, when I just said that, and if your heart really got upset with that, then you need to go into a fast and prayer because um, you're being arrogant. That's pride and arrogance. And you and money won't come to you when you're pride when you're arrogant and prideful. Money will come to you when you realize, realize when you're responsible, when you can uh, use it correctly. When you respect money, it will respect you. When you respect money, it will come to you. When you give honor God, God will honor you back with whatever you give. Right? He will compensate you. Again, it starts with your attitude and your conduct. And so therefore, again, I'm, I'm asking everyone to take 24 hours, 24, 48 hours uh, to hash over where your heart is and why why are you upset when I just said, if you are upset, why are you upset when I said what I said? Um, we have to realize that uh, we have to realize it's, you know, I, I'm realizing it now that it is, it is an attitude. It is a conduct. If it, you know, and it, uh, money just doesn't, you know, a lot of people lose money. I'm going to tell you a lot of people lose money with the wrong conduct, with the wrong attitude, don't they? Because right there in the word, um, that word I gave, uh, Proverbs 21, 20, that an unwise man, a foolish man will devour his money and he won't have nothing for his household. So which one are you? Are you the the wise person that has every has his needs all met, or are you a, are you foolish and don't have nothing to take care of your household? Now's the time that you can rectify the the wrongs. You can correct the wrongs, and and correcting the wrongs is going to a mighty God and seeking for His wisdom. Seek for his help. Seek for his wisdom. Seek for how he can get finances into your hands. Ask him to bless you with what you need for your household. 
Until next time, I am Anna Schubeck, and I say reach for the miracles. They are not fallacies.